So my first job was I worked as an after school care teacher at a, at a school. Right. And I hated that job. <laughs> All I did was go in and I worked three hours a day and I had to deal with a lot of annoying kids. Some of them were really sweet, but the vast majority of them were like, you know, five to 12 years old. The worst possible age range. Dude, so I start, I go into work one day Well, I pull into the parking lot. It's pouring down rain. And I'm like, dude, I'm about to have to walk through this rainy ass parking lot to go make $21 <laughs> for, the, for the evening. I made $7 an hour. Oh my God. Before tax. It might have been $7.25, but it was minimum wage. <laughs> the least they could pay me. You know, and I got this job through a family friend. So I was kind of like, I was staying there because I didn't want to like get into it and then quit super quick. Mm -hmm. I didn't like this job at all. So that day it was raining. I'm like, I'm quitting. <laughs> I, I hate going here for three hours directly after school. It just wastes my entire evening and I make no money. That fucking sucks. Dude, I walk through this rainy parking lot. I go inside. I clock in and I go straight up to my boss. Um, Give me a fake name for Jalen. Okay. So I walk up to my boss, Jalen, and uh, she can already tell what I'm about to say. By the way, I walk up. I never just walked up and talked to her. Oh, they always know. And I was like, hey, and she's like, are you going to quit? And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm putting in my two weeks. And she's like, all right. I don't think she liked me anyway, so I don't think it was that hard of a blow. Oh, no. Because I was I was the after school teacher that was like, yeah, I don't care what you do. Do whatever. Like, oh, man, I did my job. But like there were times <laughs> that I had to get on to him. I, but I was the, mo the most lenient one. And I was the only dude that worked there. And I was the youngest person that worked there. You'd be my favorite. Yeah, I know. You know, I was trying to I was trying to carry on the legacy of my favorite after school teacher when I was a kid. Oh, that's sweet. So anyways, I put in my two weeks. Go about my day. Well, me and the other teacher, we're going to call her Lisa. We got assigned to a certain group of kids and we had to go to the computer lab. We take all the kids, we go to the computer lab, we're in there for, you know, 30 minutes or so doing our rotation. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the little girls, we're going to call her Kylie. Oh, perfect. Yeah. She's probably a brat. Definitely. Okay. <laughs> she gets up and she asks Lisa if she can go to the bathroom. And Lisa says, yeah, go ahead. Little girl walks out of the room and maybe 10, 15 seconds goes by. And Lisa's like, oh, hey, can you make sure she's, you know. She goes to the bathroom and comes back like we can't just let kids unattended leave the classroom. So I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, sure. Whatever. I walk out in the hallway and I'm waiting, you know, lights on or chilling and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm like, man, this girl's taking a long time. Like, <laughs> dude, 10 minutes goes by and I'm like, is this girl shitting? Like, what's going on? And then right as I'm getting ready to like ask if she's okay, because obviously I don't want to like scream into the bathroom. That's awkward. Mm -hmm. But like right as I'm getting ready, I'm like, okay, it's time to ask. The motion sensing lights in the bathroom turn off. Oh my God. Dude. <laughs> And the lack of a of a girly screech from the bathroom tells me there's no one in here. Oh shit! Dude, I'm like, where the fuck is she? <laughs> like those cops two weeks from retirement. I lose a fucking kiss. Dude, yeah, I'm like, damn, this is a bad luck. <laughs> so I go, I go back into the classroom, and there's like a girl, right, a little girl, right by the door, and I'm like, hey, can you go make sure Kylie's okay? <laughs> And she's like, oh, yeah. So she sneaks out. And she goes into the bathroom. Stole a kid, too. <laughs> <laughs> so she, she goes into the bathroom. She she comes back out. She's like, no one's in there. I'm like, um, there's a problem. All right, go sit back in your seat. 
And she goes back in the classroom and I walk up to Lisa and I'm like, Kylie's not in the bathroom. And she's like, what? <laughs> How long's it been? Dude, it's been like 10, 15 minutes at this point. Oh my God. And she's like, what? I'm like, I don't know. She's not in there. She's like, you were supposed to be watching her. And I was like, I was standing right outside the door. <laughs> like, basically, we lost a kid. <laughs> so we go to her little friend group and we're like, hey, where did Kylie go? And they're like, oh, well, she went to the bathroom and they're acting all like suspicious about it. And we're like, oh, our, shit. like what's what's going on? And then we finally get them to tell us that she was planning on running away from school slash oh home that day. Oh, my God. It is still like raining and thundering and lightning outside. Oh, fuck. And I'm like, where did she go? Like, this is this is bad, bad. Oh, my God. Like this girl's out in the freaking elements <laughs> under my supervision so dude lisa leads me with all the kids in the in the computer lab she goes to the front she alerts Jalen, and I, i'm just waiting watching all the kids and then i start hearing over the intercom kylie kylie if you were in the in the building come to the front office we're looking for you i'm like Oh, no. They're pulling out every weapon. We got them on the intercom. I hear the walkie-talkie going crazy. Like, everybody's, like, doing a grid-by-grid search of this fucking school. (laughs) This elementary school. Everyone's searching for, like, 20 minutes, dude. Oh, my God. Eventually, I hear over the intercom, or or maybe it was a walkie-talkie. All right, we we found Kylie. Everything is good. So I go out in the hallway, and I see, like... Some teachers like carrying her down the hall. They're carrying. Oh my! Well, God. They, they like have her hand and they're like pull, pulling her down. They're pulling the hall. her by her ear. Yeah, they're pulling <laughs> her back to the like around the corner. And I, I go over there like, where was she? And they're like, oh, she was hiding out in an empty classroom with the lights off. <laughs> oh my God! I'm like, what the hell? So she's getting scolded and in trouble and all that stuff. They called her mom. Like the principal's been alerted. Like all this stuff. Everybody's like in a fritz. So for the punishment. The best thing they could decide was to leave her by herself in the hallway, <laughs> separated from all guardians. They put her right back where they found her. <laughs> Dude, I'm like, hey, we just found this kid that tried to run away. All right, now sit here. You're in big trouble. And then leave. <laughs> My name's Jason. My name's Kurt. And you're listening to Bird Bones. Bird Bones. <laughs> Did they just fire you? Did they just say, fuck the two weeks, you lost a kid? So, dude. <laughs> I would have just fired I'm you. I'm, like, talking to this girl in the hallway, being sympathetic, because she was, like, bawling her eyes out. She was obviously having an emotional time. Mm-hmm. And did I hear over the walkie-talkie, Jason and Lisa, come to my office right now. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> they send another teacher to go watch all the kids, and me and Lisa go into the office. And, dude, like, Jalen, my boss, she was, like, clean cut didn't cuss i mean she's an elementary school teacher no tattoos yeah very sweet she sits us down and she goes what the hell (laughs) happened she dropped the he double hockey sticks dude he double hockey (laughs) we had to explain the whole story and i tell her like yeah i mean lisa told her she could go to the bathroom and she went out of the classroom and a few seconds goes by and she says oh hey can you go watch her and then i walked out there the light the Motion sensing lights were on in the bathroom and everything. Mm-hmm. Like I, I had no reason. You didn't do to anything wrong. Yeah, yeah. I had no reason to believe she wasn't in there. 
So then she started getting upset with Lisa and was like scolding her. And dude, like Lisa started crying. Oh, shit. And like I felt really bad because like I low key had a crush on her. And, um, <laughs> and I, just, I just threw her straight into the bus. Like, oh, she said Kylie could go to the bathroom and then she fucking ran away. I don't know what to tell you. And then, you know, and then I was like, oh, no, I should have I should have paid closer attention, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, just because. You put your two weeks in doesn't mean you don't have to do your damn job. And I was like, yo, she's cursing up a storm. (laughs) Yeah, I know. She said more cuss words that day than she ever had. But yeah, that was the time I lost a kid. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I miss you. You remember the last time we hung out? Oh, my God. Dude, the last time that we saw each other in person was also the last time I was truly happy. That was the greatest week of my <laughs> life. Sorry, Kylie. Sorry, Kylie. Sorry, oh, Kylie, as in Curtis's girlfriend and not the person from my last story. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I ended up marrying that girl from your story. What a crazy coincidence. There's only like a 10-year age difference. <laughs> and I'm 20. <laughs> yeah. oh, <shit. laughs> Sorry, Kylie. The best week of my life was when you flew out here and like... Dude, every single time we see each other, we never just like, hey, let's just hang out. Let's go to like the local attractions. Let's yeah. go to uh, let's go to the fair. Let's go to the museum or whatever. We always like we should make a video. We yeah. try to make a short film. We try to make a full length film the first time I was out there. And then this time we actually made it. We like, let's make a TikTok. Let's start low. Well, and we made the greatest TikTok of all time. Yeah, it was like the first time. Like, I went to come see you. We tried to make a whole movie, and it never got finished. I think we could finish it one day. We still look the same. We got this. We Um, never changed. And then when you came here for the first time, we basically tried to make a TikTok before TikTok existed. Mm -hmm. We filmed all kinds of stuff and then ended up just making a super short video that was stupid because we couldn't figure out anything better to make. Mm -hmm. And then, like, we redeemed ourselves when I came out there the last time. I was like, hey, Jason, when you come out here, let's make something like, let's try to make something reasonable, right? Or like, okay, I'm renting a Corvette because Jason's like, I want to drive a red Corvette through the Hollywood Hills in my Lamborghini or whatever (laughs) that meme was. I want to load some bookshelves in the back. Knowledge. (laughs) You had that red Corvette. I'm like, we have to make a video with this. What would it be? We're trying to think of everything that like... Well, the, the guy who were renting the car from you, renting it off Turo, we're like, you know, we don't want to damage the car. If we make a video, we don't want him to see it. And like, we're ghost whipping it, whatever. Then we came up with the worst possible idea. We're like, what if it's just like, the car's like flying. There's a, there's a whole police chase after us. Yeah. At the end, it flies off. I'm playing the guitar. There's no hands on the we wheel. We just make the whole thing CGI. Dude, and it worked. That was the first thing we ever did with CGI. Dude, no, yeah. I did one little test to be like, can I use Blender? And then we're like, this is proof of concept. And then it was a terrible proof of concept. That first video, video I ever made with Blender was garbage. But then it proved like we can make this. And we made the greatest video of all time. And that was like the first Dude, week I ever used Blender. That was insane because like... The entire, like, I can't remember, did we film everything first or did we watch videos on how to do it first? The night the before I think you got the car, we were just watching all these videos, how to make your car look realistic. We would watch That's like what it was, uh, yeah. breakdown projects. Yeah. And like, it wouldn't even be in Blender, but like the same concept. Some guy made a really nice car in Maya. Oh, how to use ray tracing. We Dude, were geniuses by the end. We, we, like that night where we were researching and trying to figure it all out, if we could actually do it or not before getting the car was like the coolest thing because- we had no idea if we were going to be able to pull off any kind of video with this. And uh-huh. like, I think the original idea was like we wanted to do like a Bollywood style car chase scene or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's what the original idea was. I watched a Bollywood movie. It turned into something so much better. Yeah, and we had, no, by the way, we had no safeguard. It wasn't like, oh, if this video, if we can't do the CGI, we'll do something else. Everything's like the car at the end of the video has to fly. I should say, if you haven't seen it, go see it. I want to remaster it knowing what I know now, not using After Effects. I want to use Nuke. Also, that video predicted me owning a Crown Vic. Dude, we were putting a bunch yeah. of Crown Vics in there. And then, and then like a week later, I bought a Crown Oh, because, okay, there was the greatest week ever. There's just me with mm -hmm. my bro making a TikTok, driving that red Corvette. I want to come back to that in a second. But trying to get you to leave was the worst <laughs> fucking thing Dude, ever. That was the worst. What was the first problem? I was like, okay, Jason, uh, I'm going to go drop you off at the airport. We hop in so, my Dodge Caliber at the time. I had to leave to go to the airport. I think my flight was at like noon or one o'clock. Something around there. It wasn't early. Like, yeah. We left at like 10, which is too late. <laughs> kind of pushing it. Yeah. So we go to get in your car. And you start it up and it makes the most awful noise. Dude, what was it? Wasn't it like, was it grinding? Was it? Like it sounded like somebody was just punching the dashboard <laughs> profusely. I said, Jason, stop doing that. <laughs> and then it was like. You're really good at that. And we were like, what the fuck? And you turn it off. We we're like, huh? Okay. Well, this isn't going to make it all the way to the airport. <laughs> and I'm like, we're, we're already pushing it on time. So then you like call your mom and she's like, oh, you're going to have to order an Uber to go to the I airport. I think that would have been my, I don't think my mom would have liked, uh, I, I hate Ubers. I think my mom hates Ubers. It might have been our idea to go to the uh, airport in an Uber. We we called an Uber and then I think your mom said, cancel it. Yeah. Come to my office and pick up my car. Mm -hmm. So we start your car back up and I think we limped it all the way to your mom's <laughs> office. And then uh, we switched cars and then we're like, damn, we're running really late. You know what we need to do? We need to go to Chick-fil-A for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, we were already, this pushed us back. We were leaving as is. We probably weren't going to make it. And I was like, well, we got to go switch cars, cancel that Uber. There's a $5 cancellation fee. And then, uh, yeah, we're like, well, we still got to eat. Boys got to eat. Yeah, we're hungry, dude. We drove all the way out to, uh, what was it? We're, we're pulling up to, I don't know if it was LAX or Burbank. It was Burbank. Um, oh my God, that was the first time I ever said Burbank properly. <laughs> now I'm fucking up Burbank. I, it's getting worse. Burbank. We went to that airport. We're pulling up. And as Jason keeps checking his time, he's like, my my flight leaves in like five minutes. And I'm like, well, we can't get out of the car right now, Jason. We're in line. You know, like, if I don't get out now, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, we were both freaking out, but I was a little bit more calm because it wasn't my plan I had to make. I was like, Jason, yeah, I think yeah. we'll be okay. You're like, I got to get out of the car right now, Kurt. I'm like, there's cars in front of us. There's nothing we can do. I think like you got off the first second, like you were allowed to hop out the car. Like you did not even that, wait till I pulled is, over. You just hopped out. I couldn't just run and get on the plane, I had to go through, obviously, TSA, and I had a bag to check. Do you remember getting the bag out of the trunk? Oh my God! I was driving my mom's nice-ass new car that I can't operate, so we're trying to drive, and I'm like, Jason, open the trunk. You're like, I don't know how. I'm like, isn't there a button? And I have to keep moving. The guy's yelling at us, you can't unload here. Pull forward. I'm like, he's gonna be late. It's all about me. I'm very selfish at the airport. Yeah. And then apparently you had to put the car in park, and yeah. I had to open the trunk, and it has to go beep and slowly <laughs> open. I hate new cars so much. That was so bad. Eventually we get your bag. Yeah, I grab my bag. I run inside. I go up to the to check my bag. I start to give my bag to the lady. I give her my plane ticket. And she's like, oh, no, if you're going to check a bag, you have to be here hours ahead. Your flight leaves in like oh my God. five minutes. And I'm like, what do I do? And then she's like, we can reschedule your flight for 6 p.m. tonight. It's like <laughs> noon right now. I'm like, dude, I don't want to wait here for six hours. Yeah. I, I think I left the counter. I called you and I'm like, hey, bro, you still here? You're going to have to come scoop me up. I was still like, I was still like within like half a mile because I could not navigate. I 
fucking hate everywhere that isn't the city I'm currently in. But like, it was a nightmare <laughs> navigating. And you're like, can you come pick me up? And I was like, cool, because I think I accidentally got in the line again. Yeah, you're like, I'm already here, dude. I'm making circles. Yeah. <laughs> I never left. <laughs> I'm still sitting at the front door. Traffic has not moved an inch. Some asshole keeps trying to open his trunk in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was full circle. So, I love it. I'm like, okay, cool. Curtis can come pick me up. I'm, there was another flight. They were like, you can either come out, like leave and do leave from Burbank at 6 p.m. Or if you can get there by 2.30, you can leave from LAX. That's what it was, yeah. So I was like, Curtis, you down to drive me to LAX? <laughs> yeah. Like, I guess. So I'm like, all right, bet. We're road tripping to LAX. So they, they changed my flight over. You come pick me up. Honestly, I think it was earlier. I think it was, this was like noon and that flight was like 1.45 and it took like another 45 minutes to get there. So like we were still pushing it on the LAX schedule. My memory of this is a little foggier, but I know yours is going to be a whole lot better. So I'm trusting you. Yeah. So you pick me up. We haul ass to LAX because I don't want to miss this flight. Mm -hmm. I get into LAX. I check my bag. Like I give them all of my stuff. I get to my hey, gate, wait, real I fast. sit down. Can I say something about LAX real fast? The, my favorite memory yeah. was when, this is the one thing I think I remember, is when we're pulling up, we're I'm like, we're all like kind of grumpy. At least I'm kind of grumpy. Not like, oh, I got to get like, I'm hate, I hate that I'm hanging out with my friend even more. I was a little grumpy because I was like, Jason's been in my house for a week. I, I need a bus and nut. So I was grumpy. <laughs> I was irritable. And as we're driving, I see something. I'm like, Tom Brady airport. And I was like, what the fuck does Tom Brady have to do with the fucking airport? And you're like, that's so stupid. He's a football player. Why does he get his own airport? We ranted about this for like five minutes. And then I, I lean in and I go, oh, Tom Brody. <laughs> <laughs> and we never second guessed it. We were just like, that's really weird. How did Tom Brady think, get his own like Tom, his gate or I something? Think it was Tom Bradley or something. <laughs> yeah. Tom Bradley. <laughs> like, like there was a pole just covering the L and we're like, Tom Brady, what the hell does that have to do with anything? This is dumb. Why has he got an airport? You don't have enough money? And like, <laughs> then we inch forward in traffic. We're like, oh. <laughs> that was that was like the only thing I remember. That, I that kept me laughing for a long time. It was just so stupid because we're just like, it was hot outside. I already missed a flight. It smelled like Chick-fil-A. We had to drive. I, I felt really bad, but I wasn't about to wait. I didn't feel wait six hours in Burbank Airport. Bad. I didn't want you. Yeah, no. So I wasn't mad at you. I was mad at my. Anyway, <laughs> so you get me there. I get I get to my gate and all that. I've given them all of my stuff. My flight gets delayed. I'm like, OK, got delayed by like 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. 45 minutes goes by. Gets delayed by an hour. I'm like, oh, my God. I remember this. <sighs> you texting me updates. And I'm like, he sucks to be him. Dude, an hour goes by. <laughs> It gets delayed by an hour and a half. And I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck? Like, I've been sitting here for almost three hours now and my flight has gotten delayed three times. And then like another 30 minutes goes by and they just cancel the flight. I'm like, <laughs> like I'm sitting there on my phone, like I'm watching Netflix or something, like looking down, got my headphones on and I just look up and everybody's gone <laughs> and the board says canceled and like everybody's formed a line in front of the desk like get refunds to go stuff. beat the shit like, out of that receptionist dude i'm like i like look up i'm like what the fuck oh i'm not going home today <laughs> so then like i go get my other flight my other options i think my only option was to reschedule my flight at lax for the next day and i was like shit do you man. remember why it got canceled oh yeah we are having bad weather in dallas yeah so do you remember what happened to the flight you were supposed to be on it is a good thing that I did not make it to the flight I was supposed yeah. to be on because that flight left and got to Phoenix, Arizona and had to land because that flight got canceled. 
basically because of the bad weather in Dallas. So I would have been stuck in Phoenix, Arizona overnight. So it was a good thing my... Oh, fuck. I'm drinking a lot of root beer. It was a good thing that my piece of shit car broke down and we got Chick-fil-A and all that stuff had because you would have ultimately been like, it would have been a whole lot worse if you're just trapped in another fucking oh, state other than my house. It would have been awful. I would have had to buy a hotel room and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it would not have been that fun. So basically, I had to call Curtis back and I was like, can you come get me? I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> and, then, and I think at first I called my mom and I was like, what's what do we do? Because I always call my mom when something's going on. I'm like, do we do I go pick him up? Do, do I get him? Like, he's far in LAX. She, she recommended the best thing. She was like, there's a bus that'll take you like all the way back to our house, basically, where you didn't have to drive an hour and a half or whatever to come get me. I was like, oh, well, hell yeah. That sounds like really cool. I'm like. Here in a city I'm unfamiliar with and I'm about to take a bus somewhere. Like, I've never had to do that before. This sounds fun. You're so optimistic. Dude, I just put in my headphones, listened to some Led Zeppelin on the bus. I had a good time. So then I went back to your house and uh, I guess we finished editing the the Freebird video. Oh, yeah, that's not okay. So we made the Freebird video. I uploaded the day you were supposed to leave and I was like, oh, this is awesome. It's going to go viral, hopefully. And then TikTok like punished it because it goes like, this is unsafe. And I even put the caption like, guys, these are CGI cars. Like. I'm taking it as a compliment that my CGI was that good, but I uploaded it wasn't doing that good. So the extra day I had with you, we made a little behind the scenes video where I plugged it and you could, it got us like 10,000 more likes on it, I think. No, it was doing really bad. But then the behind the scenes video we made got it more likes than we thought. Yeah. It got more likes, sorry, the behind the scenes video of me breaking down the visual effects and you're making jokes with me. I'm all like, I can do this. This is fun. Like, I'm going to put one cop car here and you're like, put a fuck ton of cop cars. It was a fun little behind the scenes video we made and I'm glad we got to make that. You got to come back another day to make that. That was fun. Dude, that was the, oh my God, I love that video. That was such a fun time. Not to mention, we made other banger TikToks while I was there. Like everything we made like did really good. Oh, we made a, the the Tiananmen Square TikTok and everyone's all like, all the, the good thing about the car was it's stick shift. And I loved all the comments going, I didn't know Dodge Caliber came in stick shift or how, they never said Caliber. They always said, I know the Dodge Journey, the Dodge Avenger. Bro, how much better would that video have been with the damn Crown Vic? Oh my God. Like that thing's a literal tank. I have to come back out there so we can recreate Oh my that. God, I want to make so many Crown Vic videos with that thing. And you come back out there just so we can make more videos. That was too much fun. Um, Dude. You and music. Oh my God. I'm going to get you hyped up right now because I'm so proud of you. The other day, you sent me this playlist you made and you're like, hey, look at this funny playlist. And I'm not going to lie. It took me a lot. It took me way too long to notice the theme. The, the songs are called like Na 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 by Mike Chem, Neat 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 by The Damned, Yeah 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 by some other band. All these things. It took me to the second song. I was like, <laughs> oh, I get the joke. In my defense, Mike Chem was very inspired by The Damned. So I thought that was a joke there. Oh. So I was thinking that, but then I like took a step back and I was like, oh, all the songs have the title three times. And I was like, I want to contribute to this. So I'm looking up songs by typing in a word that I think someone could be screaming like die, 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 or like blah, blah, blah. I'm typing in things like that. And I'm like, is this how Jason does it? And I'm finding all these songs that, what was one song? There was, I don't remember. It was like drive, drive, drive. There's some song I would have never found unless you made this playlist Mm -hmm. and I added it to my playlist and it was a genuine good song. And I was like, is this how you're finding all these weird niche songs that I would have never found otherwise? That's, I love Spotify because it's like the world's biggest record store. Yes, they don't pay their artists that great. If I really like an artist, I make an effort to buy merch and buy albums and that stuff. But it's really a good tool for finding stuff because you can end up in the depths, like the back corner. You can end up in the back rooms of record stores. Mm -hmm. It's so much fun. Like I just like I have a whole list of like band names, potential band names. And like sometimes I'll just go and I'm like, let's see if that exists. And I'll just look up random band names. And (laughs) dude, I found bands like that. 
Like, I think there was one called, like, The Spare Bedrooms or something. I was like, that's a cool band name. <laughs> that's a good band name. I was like, like, I'm like, if somebody came up with this name, they're probably a good band. And there's been a lot of times where, like, I looked it up and I'm like, banger. Dude, Bird Bones. When I when I had the idea, when we had the idea for Bird Bones, I looked up on Spotify. There's some Russian math rock band. And they make good music. It's not personally for me, but I can see, like, this takes skill. They they love their art. It's really good if you ever listen to it. Yeah. So I'm like, I feel bad taking this title from or you. Or a podcast. They're a, Bird Bones they're is a funny. Band. Um, how'd you find Twen again? Because the amount of love I hear when you talk about this band that you found is Dude, unparalleled. Okay. I was listening to the Queens of the Stone Age album in Times New Roman. And like I scrolled down to the bottom or I was on the Queens of the Stone Age page and there was a suggested playlist called Noisy. And I was like, Noisy, that sounds interesting. So I click on it and I just hit shuffle and it's like all kind of I don't know. It was like a bunch of like a, a broad array of music, but it had that kind of punky vibe to it mm-hmm. and drive. And I was like, oh, these are some cool songs. And then out of nowhere, this song called One Stop Shop by Twin comes on. And I'm like, this is different from like the rest of these songs, but it is by far my favorite so far. And I like I listened to it and I was like, that was really good. And I I added it to my like. I was like, I'm going to come back to that band. The album art was a vibe. The song was a vibe. And like a couple days later, I go back and I listen to their album, One Stop Shop, in its entirety. Dude, every song was better than the last. They only have like 50,000 monthly listeners, I think it is. like Or like mm-hmm. less than that right now. That's a lot. But for how good you've been making me listen, but they deserve a lot more. Or like 50,000, like it is a lot of people. But in the grand scheme of music, where like most bands of this quality have hundreds, if not millions of listeners every month like mm-hmm. fifty thousand is not a lot it, it boggles my mind like nobody knows about this band and it is the one of the best albums i've heard in the last 10 years wait what's that what's that thing they said about their album that they released their first one yeah, because so they're they recorded a live album you know and then they went on tour and they were touring off this live album and then they got picked up by a producer and they went and recorded a record and they were like an older man in the music industry was telling us it was good so we're like yeah it's really good but you know we knew deep down like we could do like we wanted to keep improving and we wanted to make revisions on this stuff mm-hmm. and he's like no 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 it's good so they just went with it well then for their second album which is one stop shop they decided they said screw it we're going out on our own we're gonna make this record ourselves and like bro it is <laughs> like the first record's good second record is like all time like some of the best songs i've ever heard and what i love about it is like it's self-produced like their guitarist I think his name's Ian Jones. He recorded and like produced most of the record. Like he had some help here and there, but like from Mm -hmm. what I've heard, like he learned how to do this stuff from scratch and like crafted this record. And I'm like, it is on par with some of the best production quality I've ever heard. Everything you tell me about this band, especially how you talk about the love for this band, reminds me of My Chem. And I'm not going to try to go into a whole My Chem thing, but their (laughs) first album, which was my, dude, I'll come back to this. Their first album, Bullets, I Brought You My Bullets, You Brought Me Your Love, yeah. was my favorite album for the longest time. And like up until this week, I want to come back to this. Mm. They only made that. The album only was like a compilations of the songs they had until that point. I think they like didn't pop out any songs because all the songs are bangers. I don't want to say they made one on a whim, but they were just making things to fulfill a whole album because before that they had the Attic demos. I'm not trying to yeah. go into all my chem lore, but like the way you talk about how much, everything I hear about Twin reminds me of my chem. They don't even they sound. They're totally different bands. Completely different, but like hearing this story. They were kind of born out of the, like they made their first album, the pandemic happened. And like through that, like they kind of just hunkered down and like learned a lot and figured it out. And like 
their big thing is like their DIY mm-hmm. for a long time. Like they made all their own merch. They produce their own records. They do all their own marketing. They schedule, they, they schedule their own tours. Dude, they're playing in fucking bars. And I'm like, they need to be playing like stages. Like it's <laughs> insane, bro. They're playing in places that are smaller than like venues that my band has played at. Dude. And I'm like, one more my chem fact. Remember when my chem played at that bowling alley? Yeah. All dude. I'm gonna say. Yeah. I, I think that was the video you even sent me. You sent me a video of like my chem playing at one of their very first shows, and the captions like little did they it was on TikTok. Little did they know they would become the biggest band of all time. Jason sends that to me and goes, This is how I feel about yeah, twin. Dude, I was like, this is how I feel about twin performing in a bar. <laughs> They need to come here so I can go see them. But um, but here's what I'm gonna say. Here's what I'm gonna come out and say. Are you ready? Yeah. This is a big thing for me. Okay. Okay. Bullets. They're first. They have four albums. We got they got Bullets, Revenge, Black Parade, Danger Days. Okay. Which is crazy to think. I know, dude. They've been around for so long. Like, there's only four because they take time and they make good stuff. Yeah. I know. If you don't count conventional weapons or living well, with yeah, ghosts or it, life it, on the like, murder scene, it feels like there's three albums in between every one of their albums. Because they have so many B sides, and I love, I love that they have like you have the Black Parade, but they have so many songs that didn't make it. Heaven help us. Uh, my home is through you. Kill your friends. Yeah. So I love all these things. And Bullets was my favorite album for the longest time. I'm trying not to go on a my chem tangent. I promise, but it's, I can't help it. <laughs> Bullets was my favorite album for the longest time, and it wasn't because like, oh, my favorite album is their first album. It was genuinely the one I could listen to the most on repeat. Yeah. Like I love Black Parade, but it is so like, it's so detailed and so very, I don't know, how am I saying this? I love Black Parade, but I can't nonstop listen to it. Certain songs, it's so yeah. Grand. It's so But as it's a whole. Like, it's like watching Interstellar on repeat. Yeah, it's so grandiose and I love it, but I can't, like it's so memorable. Here's what I'm trying to say. It's so memorable and I know all the lyrics that kind of, it feels like I'm listening to it longer than it is. But dude, lately, like this past year, I've been listening to Danger Days more than anything. Dude, and I'm not, I'm, I'm tired of people making fun of like, people go like, Danger Days is their worst album because they had, they, they just changed everything. And that's what they're supposed to do. They're, they change with every album. But my camp fans shit on it for no reason. I'm so proud to say Danger Days is my just favorite album. I'm going to lock in my answer. This American flag with the Killjoy spider on it. <laughs> I'm proud to be a Danger Days fan, damn it. Dude. I'm tired of hiding. I'm tired of feeling bad for listening to Sing and na na na. That's what made our friendship, Jason. Dude. Danger Days, yeah, Danger Days is what got me into my Kim when you were already into my Kim and I didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. And it made us grow closer. And for that, it's my favorite album. Dude, also, like, as a ginger who's, like, I'm not trying to get all super deep, but as, like, a ginger who, like, second grade, I have a whole story about this, like, I hid my hair. I always wore a beanie. I was so ashamed of being a redhead. And, like, listening, watching, like, the Black Parade, I was like, I want to dye my hair white, watching old revenge things. I want to grow up and be black. But I want to grow up and be black. It's like, <laughs> I want to grow out my hair and make it black. But then when, like, Danger Days came out, I was like, he's a redhead now? And then especially with Hesitant Alien. Gerard Way, I think, should have been born a ginger. But, like, oh, my God, dude. That album made me... F- <sighs> Album made me proud of being American. That album was just sick. even though the album though is was, kind of anti-American. It was very but yeah. anti-American in, in some way. Yeah, because well, yeah, because like I want to get to my Cam Lord, but like you know, Bullets was a response to 9/11, and then Danger Days was a response, a, a, a different viewpoint of 9/11. Like, oh, I don't get into. It. We're not getting into that. But my Cam favorite band of all time. You love Twin. I'm trying to get into Twin. I promise. I just never gave it the dedicated listen with headphones. I only listen to music driving now it has it has it honestly it hits pretty good when you're driving but like the first listen needs to be like intently like put on the headphones and just listen to the album 
Dude, that's what I did with Foundations. Oh my god, I'm not getting. Oh, don't let me new, go back to Mike Kim. We need a new Mike Kim album, but you better stay the fuck away from that topic. We talked about it too much already. I know. I do. I'm getting the itches <laughs> from, from Mike Kim. Sorry, I'll go off. I'll go off. I'll go off. Um, what does Twen even mean? Oh, I almost talked. About, oh fuck, I didn't even know it, but I was doing a transition to talk about how Mike Kim got their name. Okay, uh, Jason, take me, take Anyways, it away. Twin, Give me a new topic. Twin is a. Um, <laughs> They got their name from a uh, an old German magazine from the 60s that was called Twin as a slang and Twin is a German slang for people in their 20s. My cam got the name from a Barnes and Noble book. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Curtis. That's very nice. That's no very problem. Nice, Curtis. It was it was a back of us this book and it said yes. Chemical Romance and Mikey Way saw it. And, yes, and, it's and very then they good. said let's throw my in front of that. Oh, Thank oh, you. My cam drugged by saving Thank me. You for- oh! Thank you for enlightening me. That was very nice. Oh, I'm itching for some Mike Kim. Um, <laughs> what did this whole thing start off with? Oh, that you made a playlist with all like these different songs. Thought that was fucking hilarious. I love that you could get squeeze some Mike Kim in there. Last thing, last thing I'll say about Mike Kim. Um, I'm glad, glad you also got the damned in there. Um, did you find any other songs that way? Oh, dude, like every song aside from Sick, 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 Neat, 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 and uh, Na Na Na. Or like new songs to me. The one I'm proud of was called Run, Run, Run by Jojo Gunn. Not song of the week, but I really like that one. I was like learning how Jason finds out new music. I was like, son of a bitch. All I do is I watch Gerard Way interviews and I see what he's listening to. Fuck, no more <laughs> mic. <Mike Kim. laughs> <laughs> you gotta stop, Chris. You have oh. to stop. <laughs> My chair just broke. Oh, shit. Dude, I am full slate right now. I just fucking broke this chair for like the fourth time. <laughs> I think it's time to call it. Thank you for listening to Bird Bones. And while you got your phone in your hand and you're queuing up another episode, why don't you also queue up Jason's song of the week? Jason, what are we listening to? You know, sticking in theme, I'm going to have to go with One Stop Shop for a Fading Revolution by Twin. Oh, I'm adding that to the Bird Bones Bangers playlist where you can see all of our other lovely suggestions. But for this one time only deal, I'm going to recommend that you just go ahead and listen to the entire One Stop Shop album. (laughs) It's a banger. That's my plug for the week. We're not getting paid. I've never talked to this band, <laughs> but I want to talk. Hit me Twin, up. If you're listening, we love you. Yeah. Go listen to our playlist. It's a banger. Certified bird bones bangers. It's on Spotify uh, until we get iTunes money. <laughs> yeah. Also, while you got your phone out, I just want to say while you're queuing up all this stuff, last thing I want to say, uh, some reviews help. Comments on YouTube help. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, bird bones out. <laughs> Next time on Bird Bones. All I see is just this like eight inch dong just dangling in front of my face. (laughs)